Now, back to the Talk of Fame Network with Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge on Yahoo Sports Radio. Well, the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Turn your mobile phone system into a business phone system with Grasshopper. Get a local or toll-free number, or just bring your own. See how it works? Go to grasshopper.com. By now, you should know. We're also brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, go to MyCleanPC.com for a free computer diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to clean it up, and you can clean up what may be slowing it down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Well, we've been talking about free agency, and our first guest is one of the best and brightest free agent additions in NFL history. I'm speaking, of course, of former quarterback Rich Gannon, who joined the Oakland Raiders in 1999 and went on to lead them to their last Super Bowl. Uh, I love that music. Their last Super Bowl, their last winning season, and such a string of success that he was named a league MVP, a Pro Bowler four straight years, and he first team All-Pro twice. Now, of course, he's a broadcaster for CBS Sports and Sirius XM NFL Radio and a guest with us. Rich, I want to thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Well, Rich, I, I mentioned your career with the Raiders, and you hear that music in the background. You never get tired of hearing that. Um, listen, they just added a quality guard, a pass rusher, and a quality cornerback through agency. Free agency, I'm sorry. But do you like the direction the team is going? And, and when do you think we see the Oakland Raiders in the playoff again? Yeah, I really like what I see, guys. I, I just, you know, first of all, you've got to give Reggie McKenzie a lot of credit. That, that was a very tough spot to be in a couple of years ago. They didn't have the draft picks. They didn't have any money to spend in free agency. And, it was pretty painful those first couple of years, but they went out and really hit on the quarterback a couple of years ago and Derek Carr, Amari Cooper last year. So they did a nice job, Khalil Mack. They did a nice job with the draft, and then they put some pieces in place for agency. Now they've been very aggressive the last two years spending in free agency, and I hope it pays off. But, you know, I talked to Jack Delver about the combine. He feels really good about the direction the team is heading, and I think the next step for them is to have double-digit wins and make the playoffs, and I think that division, that AFC West, is going through a little bit of a transformation right now. When you look at Peyton Manning stepping down in, in Denver, Brock Osweiler leaving in free agency. So I think the Raiders have a, a much better chance now that Manning is no longer in the division. Hey, Rich, speaking of Brock Osweiler, he, he signed that $72 million contract in free agency with $37 million of a guarantee. Just out of curiosity, when you signed your six-year, $26 million contract with the Raiders from free agency back in 1999, how much money did Al Davis guarantee you? Not a lot, I can tell you that. But um, <laughs> you know, I but I'll, I'll say this: um, I, I was just thrilled for the opportunity to finally have my own team. I had to wait, guys, you know, a long time to finally get a, an organization, really a head coach that believed in me, and really gave me the keys to the car. And the great relationship with John and, and Al Davis was very supportive, and and Bruce Allen, and we really changed the culture and the environment of an organization that had really been down on the fluck and you know three straight years we went to you know we went to the playoffs we, we had the uh i think we won the we went to two, two NC championships we won three division titles so you know we, we left our mark there and unfortunately you know the team has struggled since they hadn't had a winning season since i was there in 2002 and and uh but i was just thrilled to get, get an organization that would really give me a chance to, to be a starter the, the raiders have certainly run through their share of quarterbacks since you left Kerry Collins, Andrew Walter, Dante Culpepper, Jamarcus Russell, Jason Campbell, Carson Palmer, Terrell Pryor. Do they finally have the right guy in Derek Carr? Man, it's a long list of quarterbacks. You know, <laughs> I, I really believe that they do. I think, I think if you go back to that draft class a couple of years ago, there was three quarterbacks taken in the first round. Obviously, Johnny Manziel was one of them. He was 
just recently cut by the Browns. You look at Teddy Bridgewater, uh, and you also look at, at Blake Bortles. And I really think that the, the Raiders got the, the best quarterback in that draft and, and Derek Carr. I, you know, the, the knock on him coming out was he wouldn't sit in there, to, you know, he wouldn't sit in there in, in the midst of a rush and, and set his feet and throw the football. And I, I studied him as a rookie year, and I, I saw him do that a bunch. And he didn't play with a great supporting cast. The offensive line wasn't very good. They didn't have any receivers with any speed. They didn't have a running game, and yet this kid still played well enough to give him a chance to be in a lot of football games. So I just think his accuracy, his anticipation, his arm talent, his toughness, his leadership, his football IQ. I, I think he's going to be a really good one when it's all said and done. We're speaking with one of the really good ones, former quarterback Rich Gannon, now with CBS Sports and Sirius XM NFL Radio. And Rich, the Raiders, as we mentioned, got it right with you in free agency, but so many others do not. I mean, spending a gazillion dollars on guys who really don't wash out. Question for you is, how much importance do you attach to free agency? I guess what I'm asking is, how much importance do you attach to it versus the draft? Well, I really believe that you build a football team by drafting and developing young players. And I, I just think you look at the teams that are so consistent on a yearly basis in terms of wins and losses. And I think you look at the Patriots, you look at the Steelers, you look at the Ravens, you look at the Green Bay Packers. And all these teams do a really good job identifying talent, drafting those players, and then training them in their systems and keeping them. And that's really the key to it. And I just think that these organizations, the Raiders being one of them, they've been, you know, they spent a lot of money this year. So did Jacksonville. The Giants spent a boatload, especially in their defense. I'm just curious if it's going to pay off because sometimes you look at what Miami did last year and again this year. Miami spent over $100 million in Endowment and Sue. How'd that work for them last year? Was the run defense any better? Was the defense overall any better? Did they win more football games? No. And so I think you got to be really careful. If there's a player that fits, uh, in terms of what you're looking for from your scheme, if he fits the locker room and, and the overall makeup and mentality of your organization, then maybe it makes some sense. But to overspend in free agency, I think, really has hurt some teams in the past. Hey, Rich, I've, I've known L. Davis through the years, and he would always tell me that they all want to play for the Raiders. Every player out there wants to play for me and the Raiders. Is that true? Well, for a period it was, certainly when they were, you know, they were really successful, won a lot of games in the 70s and the 80s. I would tell you that in the 90s that wasn't true. And, you know, I went there. It wasn't a very popular destination in 1999. And, and then eventually it, it became that, you know, and, and we, we started getting really good quality players. Jerry Rice came and Trace Armstrong and John Perella and Rod Woodson. And we started getting some really good quality free agents that wanted to play in Oakland. And then, you know, after 2003, 2004, the culture changed again, and they started making coaching changes and firing guys, quarterback changes, and they just didn't have any consistency. And then it became a place the players didn't want to play. Now, as Reggie McKenzie just said, that now he doesn't have to, you know, they have to sell people so much on the Raiders. People are beginning to see that, hey, they got a young quarterback, they got young talent on both sides of the ball. They've got to rebuild the secondary. There's no question about that. They still need a couple more pieces uh, defensively, but I think this is a team that's. That's certainly on the upswing, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the playoffs in 2016. Wow. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you because I asked you initially when could you see them in there. You, you see them because of the, the, the division so wide open that they could make it this year. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd say San Diego is a team that's, that's got some issues, and, and uh, right. I think Mike McCoy was very fortunate to survive last year. There's talk about, you know, maybe – uh, moving and you know Philip Rivers isn't getting any younger. They've had a difficult time running the football. They've had a ton of injuries. They've never really re- they've never really built that offensive line around them. 
they've got a lot of pieces that are still missing defensively. So, you know, I, I think that's a team that's got a lot of work to do. Kansas City's always been consistent with Andy Reid. Alex Smith takes great care of the football. I think Denver will still be competitive because they have a great defense. And regardless of who plays quarterback, I think, you know, Gary Kubiak will put together a, a plan and, and focus on running the football. But I really think the Raiders – and the job that Jack Del Rio has done, he's put together a good staff. They've got some good players. They've had money to spend. And I really like this quarterback. I think they've got a chance of surprising people this year. Rich, we've got about 45 seconds left, but I wanted to ask you this question. As I recall, you were originally drafted by the Patriots in 87. And I think they were going to put you at running back. But anyway, uh, it wasn't going to be a quarterback. That's what I remember. So I, I do remember you balking at playing there, and eventually you were traded to Minnesota. Two-part question. A. How'd you have the guts to say no? And B, what would have happened had you not been traded? Well, I probably well the reason I did it was I was smart enough to know that if I had never played that position at at any point in my football career, very slim chance that I was going to be able to make a team playing running back or defensive back in the NFL. So I was smart enough to know that I had a, an opportunity to go to law school, so that was certainly a possibility. And you know, had I not had I gone to, to the Patriots, which I would have gone. I mean, I would have gone to training camp. I would have tried to convince them that I'm a quarterback. But at the time, they were pretty in pretty good shape. So I'm just very fortunate that it worked out the way it did. Rich, we're fortunate to have had you on here. Thanks for the time. And behalf of Raider fans everywhere, thanks so much for the memories. Thanks, guys. You got a great show. I appreciate having me. That was former quarterback Rich Gannon. When we return, we'll hear why another former star, this one with the Philadelphia Eagles, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by MyCleanPC.com. If your computer runs slowly, and whose computer doesn't, just go to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software to cure what may be ailing your PC. That's MyCleanPC.com.